Hey everyone, Valerie Williams with Dimensional Talent Streams here with you this week doing a teaching on addressing some questions within regards to multiple income streams. As you all know, for anyone and everyone who has been following me on YouTube, my other social media platforms, and within my business, my business is called Dimensional Talent Streams as I mentor, coach, train business owners, entrepreneurs, online marketers, those seeking a um, employment opportunity where they're new and want to start their own business. I teach them how to get their business up and running, pivot their business, but most importantly, generating additional streams of revenue through their own business. And like I said, if you don't have your own business, I also show you um, how to get started with generating multiple income streams. So that is what Dimensional Talent Streams is. It is a business uh, software solution platform um, that mentors through this avenue. And what I do on my social media is I train on this invite special guests as well, just to switch it up so you guys aren't hearing from me all the time and to make it a little bit more interesting and to give you guys an opportunity to hear from some other voices on my platform. So um, welcome to all of you again who are following me, listening to me wherever you are. Um, so today our topic, not a formal teaching per se, uh, no guest on this week. I figured I would just come on and talk. It's been a little bit since I've actually done a training teaching here on my platform. So I wanted to, as I said, talk about and address questions that I've been getting on generating multiple income streams. I've had about two or three uh, interviews. I've been blessed to have two or three interviews where this had been the predominant uh, conversation. And so I figured I'd come on here and talk about that. Now, if you have been following me on my YouTube station, or if you have not, join me by liking and subscribing to Dimensional Talent Streams on YouTube. I do have a lot of content on there addressing uh, additional revenue streams, what that looks like, you know, how that is in us. I do have two videos where I spend a great length of time going over that in great detail. So I encourage you to follow me on my YouTube station, Dimensional Talent Streams. So without further ado, let's get into the juicy sauce here of multiple income streams. Now, we've all heard of multiple income streams, uh, but there's a difference between hearing about it and actually being able to start doing it and generating these multiple income streams. So let me start by addressing some of the questions that I've gotten pertaining to this very hot top subject. So uh, why multiple income streams? And again, as I addressed, follow me, like, subscribe on Dimensional Talent Streams on YouTube for real detailed content. But to address the question here, you know, we're coming out of COVID, you know, and depending on what state you're in, what nation you reside in, you know, you still may be suffering from some very high cases of COVID versus other states, nations that may not be, have such a high rise in numbers with the COVID. However, COVID is still here. 
Um, and so that is, uh, I would probably say within the last year, it has caused many to reevaluate their finances, the way they're doing things in their finances. If you have a business, what you're doing in your business, how you are able to sustain your business, how you are able to uh, recreate the wheel, refresh your business. Maybe there's new technology that you have that you have had to embrace within your business. If you hadn't had a business, you as well are having to embrace a lot of new new. And with us being hit with COVID, we have been more apt to want to look at some different avenues of generating some more revenue for ourselves. Um, I do want to put this little plug in here that this is not just for the business owner, entrepreneur, online marketer. This is for the everyday person as well that wants to increase their revenue personally. So welcome to all of you again. So back to why multiple income streams. It to If we go back into we can go back all the way to the beginning. Um, I'm a woman of faith, so I am going to defer to the great word of the Lord. I'm going to defer to scripture um, in Genesis 1, chapter 1, verses 28, where there is clear direction and a sevenfold mandate about how we are to be fruitful, how we are to multiply, how we are to take dominion and subdue. And within that sevenfold mandate is um, us being um, having multiplication and increase in us. Not only was it a mandate, not it, it wasn't a suggestion, it was a mandate, it was a commission, but that has, it's in us to increase and to multiply. Have you ever noticed when you are trying to do something or you're trying to better yourself in some capacity, whether it's taking a course, whether it's learning something new, um, whether it's coming across something that you're not familiar with, but you're learning in some shape or form, that's a form of increase when we are trying to obtain knowledge, understanding, wisdom through you know various means. That's a form of increase because it's something that you did not have the knowledge before and now you're gaining and that becomes a form of increase. But to be able to take that knowledge and understanding and act upon it and use it to your benefit to, you know, again, back to scripture, the good book says faith uh, without works is actually dead, meaning that uh, you have to put action to it. You've got to, more than just talking, we've got to put action behind it, implement it, and begin to develop it and, and move uh, with that knowledge and understanding that we are gaining. So with all, with as I mentioned, with COVID, that has had us to be more receptive and to look at how we're doing things pertaining uh, to our finances. And so that has kind of reshaped things. And so to answer that question, look at the pandemic. It's caused us to refocus to re to reevaluate what we're doing. Number two is that it is ingrained in us. It's actually in us to increase 
and to multiply. Look at when you begin to get frustrated, when you begin to feel stagnated, when you begin to feel, even with uh, depression, some of our behavioral health um, issues that we have with depression and so forth, that can be linked to, I'm not saying it's the only source, but it can be linked to us not living up to that full potential, feeling stuck, feeling stagnant, the frustrations and feeling like, um, you know, purpose, our, our, our reason for being, what is our purpose, the questions about what is our purpose, what is our destiny, those all derive from us being able to be fruitful and to multiply. And when we are not living up to that being fruitful and multiply, these are some of the fruits that begin to manifest in our lives, that frustration, uh, that anger, that loss of uh, maybe even a sense of reality, purpose, destiny, the list goes on, feeling stuck and stagnant and um, feeling like you're on a constant hamster wheel that all contributes to um, us really not being fruitful and moving at our full capacity. The second question that I have had is how do you know what income streams to actually get involved in? How do you know what income streams uh, to actually get involved in? An excellent question. And you want to really peel it back and look at you as an individual. What are you passionate about? What do you love to do? Um, what is it at the core that you find yourself every day talking about? I like to call it my old soapbox when I'm always passionate about something that I always am constantly passionate about. I call it standing up on that soapbox. What is your soapbox that you're always standing on, always talking about, that you, you, you think about it in your sleep, or if you hear the subject, you just have to chime in? What is that thing? Uh, for some of us, it may be natural to automatically just know, okay, these are the things I love to do, like to do. And for others, we're going to have to really sit down, stop, take a minute, think, assess. You may even have to go as far as getting away and taking maybe a mini vacation or taking a day off where it is just you being with you and sitting with you and reflecting and revamping and just assessing you and your life and what you getting back in touch with yourself. And if that is you, that's fine. It, it is, you know, we all need to do that at every period, periodically in our lives and at some point in our life, but more often than never. Um, so to get back to how do you know what those income streams are? Look at what you like to do. Some things, sometimes we overcomplicate things. A lot of times, all right, a lot of times we overcomplicate things. And that's a part of why we cannot tap into who we are and what we like to do and generate these multiple income streams because we can tend to overcomplicate it. Or maybe we minimize um, something and we feel like, oh, it's not as important. So that certainly cannot attribute or account to generating a uh, passive revenue stream. 
Um, and we're, we are all guilty of that. And that's where the reassessment needs to take place. I wanna tell you today that no matter how great or small you think that idea is that you have, that passion that you have, that thing that you always find yourself going back to, yes, it can in fact be a source of a revenue stream. So get back to looking at what you like to do. What do you find yourself doing a lot? And you may, as I said earlier, need to sit down, pull out a piece of paper, a journal even, and begin to really deliberately take note. The good book, again, the word, the Bible always says, write your vision and make it plain. Write your vision and make it plain. And so you will have to do this to tap into those things that you like to do. Push the multiple income streams out of your mind and think about and pull it in and focus on you. Do you, and I give you permission to be you and to do you. I give you permission. Somebody needs to hear that they have permission to be them, um, to be the real authentic you. And to be that real authentic you is going to um, peel back the layers, the mask that we have, the opinions of men and what they think we should be, what they think we should do, blocking those all out and focusing on what is it you as an individual are doing? What is it that you like to do? What is it? You may even have to go back into, depending on how old you are, you may have to go back years and to kind of recap and to bring you all the way to the point of where you are now to look for that consistent theme, uh, consistent thread um, that has been throughout your life thus far to tap into some of those likes and talents and skills that you do on an everyday basis without even realizing. And that's the key to multiple income stream generation. You don't want to be looking for the greatest fad because now there are so many out there who are, in fact, talking about multiple streams of income. I'm going to stay true to me, Valerie, and what I have learned um, through my uh, several years going all the way back to 2015 through one of my mentors. So I'm going to stay in my lane and stay true to what I know through the knowledge that I've been given through my experience and through the mentorship over the years. Um, so I'm going to stay in my lane and speak through what I've learned, what I've experienced, and by those mentors that I've had around me to instill and impart and to teach and to train me. And um, so look at uh, those things that you like to do. And it doesn't matter how great, doesn't matter how small it is, write it down, write the vision and make it plain. That's your starting point. I'll give an example. I know a lot of people are like to, you know, are visual and learn different ways. So I'll give you an example. And I'll use myself. Um, with my business uh, that has really, really changed my life as far as what I'm learning really challenged me, both good and positive. But had I not stepped up, I always loved business. My degree is in business management, and I've always loved business. And I just don't know what it is, but when I hear business, my mouth waters. <laughs> You know, like gentlemen, you guys, gentlemen out there who love technology, some of you like uh, vehicles, 
some of you, I'm going to stick with the guys that love their vehicles and your mouth waters and you get fired up. That's how I am when it comes to business. My mouth just waters. And it's, um, I almost want to say it's a natural thing for me. It's been a natural gift uh, that has to continue to be developed and sharpened and changed with our existing times. But that is a love that I've had as long as I can remember since I'd probably say uh, late high school, college. Now, did I always know I would be in business? I didn't really know until I started college. And, you know, I had a love for fashion. <laughs> My dream job was to be a store buyer. And I loved fashion shows trunk shows. I loved, you know, my dream was to buy merchandise for the big department stores. And I don't even want to date myself by mentioning some of the big, big department stores because I'll probably give away uh, my age. But that was my dream job. But with that came learning the business side of it. And um, so going all the way back to my early college days and up to present. Uh, what began to merge now I am in healthcare, you know, so I'm a healthcare slash entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, and I've always found myself involved in healthcare. And when I sell healthcare, I've worked for some of the largest insurance companies out there. I've worked for some of the largest hospitals uh, out there up in the uh, Northeast um, and have done a lot extensively in the healthcare industry. And every time I would try to come out of the healthcare industry, I'd find myself back in there in a different aspect of healthcare, whether it was the administrative side, specifically with the billing side of the house, uh, which you know, if you don't do your billing right, claims and all of that are not going to be handled correctly and cause issues with payment to insurance companies, clients, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I got into the IT side of healthcare. And then now currently in the clinical side of the house where I've done behavioral health uh, for a number of years. And I have my business also, but there was a marriage <laughs> when I started my business, Dimensional Talent Streams, of healthcare with my love for business. And so, you know, bringing healing to business, bringing healing to finances, and it became a marriage of the two. And so, you know, I love healthcare. I, I loved healthcare. I realize now from uh, being in the healthcare industry for years, my love for it and how it developed, and the business piece was still involved with the healthcare, but I also came from a family line of nurses <laughs> um, who were in geriatrics and so forth and come from a long line of nurses in my family. And I, you know, I, I remember always telling my mom when the decision came to what college I was going to choose and what my major was going to be and how my mom and my aunts were saying nursing, nursing, nursing. And I was like, no, 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 I love business. And, but the interesting thing was my parents wanted me to have a business plan. They were like, we want to see a proposal. We want to see what your business plan is. 
And they told me, we've put you through private school, private school, which was in high school, elementary school. And now they were telling me, you're going to pay for your college education. You know, we're a family of academia in the nursing industry, and you are going to college. But the news is you're going to pay for it on your own. And we need to see what you're going to study. We need to see a business plan from you. And my parents gave me that as my first task. Um, and I just said, you know, told my parents, it's going to be business. I love business. And, um, you know, they wanted me to do nursing because obviously I wouldn't have to worry about layoffs. Everybody needs health care. And that was what they wanted me to do and follow suit with the family. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do nursing. I love business. How about while you're working at the hospital, I keep you employed at that hospital and administratively and business-wise run that hospital so you as a nurse can keep your job within that particular hospital setting. <laughs> um, and so when I mentioned that to my mom, she was like, okay. She was like, okay. And uh, the journey began. And I pursued, you know, and that journey began. But to bring it up to date with my healthcare background and degree in management, there's there has been a marriage of bringing healing, just healing to businesses, finances uh, for people and individuals. And what I have learned, um, I'll give an example of a stream that I would have not known was in me that was laying dormant is I always loved to write. I always had lots of journals, still have, I still journal every day, have bags and bags of journals. And I didn't know what the journal, I never really read into me journaling. I just knew that I liked to journal. I liked to get my thoughts on paper. I liked to go back and look at what I wrote down pertaining to my thoughts and begin to put pieces together and begin to see a storyline begin to develop and a message develop out of my journaling. Little did I know that that was me Little did I know that was me becoming a writer, establishing myself as a writer, and then later on down the line, you know, pursuing writing an actual book and having it published and graduating into being an author. But that, now we all know what we can do with writing, writing books. And, you know, I have just finished writing a book. It's in the second, third stage of editing. Um, soon to be going off to the publishers. Book cover has been completed, uh, but it's in the second, third stage of editing. And so very excited about that, but that's to show you from my years of journaling and discovering that that turned into, you know, graduating from just being a writer to writing a book, becoming an author. And that generate, that's a source of income. The other thing is with my business, I have to do a lot of copywriting. So I had to learn how to copyright. And what does copywriting involve? It involves writing. It involves the creative juices, the creativity side of writing, which again, I love to do. And there's so much, there's so, uh, that's an income stream of copywriting for not only myself to generate um, more revenue from my personal business, but even to branch out and help other businesses 
do their copywriting and get their ads out and so forth, uh, hence a revenue stream. So you can see the progression of just journaling and how that developed from journaling to begin to writing a book, to beginning to go into ad copy that end up turning into doing some blogging that I actually do as well. And so that's three streams, book, it, book, book writing, blogging, as well as copyright ad copy. That's three streams additionally, just with writing. So that's just to give you an example of a few income streams for me, how they developed, how it just, you know, I didn't give it any thought about me writing, journaling. I just loved to write and get my thoughts on paper. And you can see just by getting, seeing my thoughts being translated and put on paper and me liking to go back and read my journals and then begin to see and put pieces together and have that develop and develop and develop, you can see um, just how that really metastasized and created more opportunity. So that's an example of something that I like to do, but little did I know how that was going to develop even bigger and bigger and bigger, and then create these additional income streams. So the same is true for you to look at what you love to do that comes naturally, that comes organically. And that is what multiple income streams is. When we think of multiple income streams, we think that, okay, I've got to grab this, I got to grab that. No, um, because otherwise, if you're just grabbing every little thing that you think can make money for you, it, you will not last in that revenue stream. You will not last. And if the focus is money, 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 it will not last because there'll be days when you don't generate revenue. There may be weeks where you don't generate revenue. And if your only source is I'm grabbing this revenue stream because it's going to give me money and da, 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 not only will you not last, but you will get frustrated and you'll get on this hamster wheel and you'll keep looking for the, for the next shiny object, which is very popular in the entrepreneurial world. We look for that next shiny bright object and you don't want to do that. Your multiple income streams should be something that flows out of you, that you do naturally, that you love, that just like me, it may seem like this little small thing and but you had no idea <laughs> that it was gonna it was going to roll and spiral and spiral. Um, I have a colleague of mine, she loves to organize but what is therapeutic for her in organization, she loves to cook and she has a huge spice rack at home. And she loves to just to calm her and to soothe her and so forth. She loves to go into that spice rack and organize her spice rack. And I can't, and just thinking about it, I can't even imagine some of the aromas of the spices when you, when, you know, when you smell those spices, what they are actually do for you as well, as far as it is, as a soothing property. But that organization of her spice rack, we all know is an organizational skill. What could that, use your imagination and think about how and how many areas organi organizational skills are needed. How many areas in, our, in your own personal life do you need organization? I mean, that is a huge, broad spectrum of organization. 
and she can really drill that organization piece down. She's in the healthcare arena like me. So she can really drill that organizational piece down and really narrow it down and even into a couple of different areas depending on where she wants to put that organizational skill in. So that can add up very, very quickly. Um, let me look at my other questions here. What are some income streams you can get involved in now? I'm going to tell you to go back and look at what you love to do naturally. Again, I'm going back to my example of of my journaling. I'm going to go back to my example of a friend of mine who enjoyed her, who likes to organize her spice rack, and she's in the uh, healthcare industry as well. So look at what you like to do. Stop there, write it down as I mentioned, and then begin to do some research in that particular area. For example, let's scale it back to me, my writing. I can, I could have gone and said, okay, let me do some more research on writing and see what other things are out there that pertain to writing that I could, that would compensate me. I'll give another example, my voice. I've gotten lots of compliments on my voice that I have a very soothing, very clear voice, a very calming voice. And years ago, um, someone that I was talking to said, you have such a calming and soothing voice. You need to research um, doing voiceovers. And this was before voiceovers was popular. You know, I'm not going to tell you when I got that comment because I don't want to date myself. <laughs> I don't want to date myself. But this was a few years ago, but I always held on to that comment by that, you know, that individual. And every so often I would hear people say, you have such a beautiful voice. If I would read something, they would say, your voice is so soothing. I've had the opportunity, as I mentioned earlier, to uh, go on some radio shows and some podcasts and be interviewed and, and, and get those comments about you have a natural uh, radio voice and a natural soothing voice. And with that, you know, came that comment that I got way back years ago about, you know, researching on what to do with my voice and voiceovers. And, and at that time, I didn't, I, I think I researched it, but I did not find a whole lot on it. And I did not know where else to go with it. And so I just kind of held on to it in my heart, put it on the shelf, you know, you know, Put it on the shelf sort of to speak but i always held on to it and so then of course infamous youtube social media infamous youtube and TikTok and um, all those other social media uh, outlets that we have where we can do actual live videos and so forth i began to do youtube and i felt like I needed to go on YouTube and build my own channel and do videos regularly. And that's what I started to do and loved it. And that became an avenue to begin to use my voice. And by doing YouTube and having my channel and using my voice, that developed into me having a podcast that developed into me having my own radio station that began to develop into being invited onto other people's radio stations and podcasts. And so that whole thing with voiceover and studying and seeing what I could do with my voice, 
lo and behold, here we are today. Now, I don't know what else will happen pertaining to my voice, but that's just to give you an idea of tapping into um, some additional income streams because we all know YouTube, uh, uh, we all know what YouTube is doing for their creators. We all know what radio does, talk shows that can develop into TV shows. So we all know that um, that is a revenue stream of TV and radio as well. Uh, so that's just to give you an example of income streams that you can do now, but it really has to be true to you because otherwise you won't last. And it needs to be fun. It needs to be something that just flows out of you that's organic, that is not going to be a job, like a tedious job, a task. I'm not saying that it's all gonna be pie in the sky and it's going to be easy and da, 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 da. But because it is something that is in you and is natural to you, uh, it won't be something that you'll give up right away. It won't be something that you will lay down and throw away right away because it's naturally a part of who you are. It's a natural part. And these income streams begin to become expression, a further extension of you because they come out of you and they begin to flow. You know, I'm going to refer back to the Bible and scripture and how, you know, out of our bellies will flow rivers of living water. Those income streams become living water for you because they are coming out of you and they just continue to flow and flow and flow. Now, I want to pull back and again and say it's not always easy. No, it's not always easy. Yes, you do have your balancing act, but the point I want to make is because it flows out of you, because you tapped into you and you've identified these skills, these talents, these natural things that flow out of you and that you do organically, it you have a grace. You have a grace to do it in the good times as well as the bad times. When things look slow and when things get busy, there's a natural grace. Okay, how many income streams should one have? Good question. I'm gonna say the minimum that you should have, and this is Valerie Williams, this is Valerie Williams, Dimensional Talent Streams, this is my lane. I'm not going to look at what other people are saying. I'm saying my lane based upon from my mentors and uh, what I continue to learn and keep myself abreast of, you want to have a, a minimum of at least seven, seven. And very seven is a very significant number. I'm not going to get into details with that, but biblically, seven is a very significant number. And if you want to hear more on biblical numbers, how that ties into multiple income streams, go to Dimensional Talent Streams on my YouTube channel. But the minimum amount of income streams that you want to have revenue streams is seven. How then you might be saying, okay, if that's the minimum, what's the maximum? There's no right or wrong answer as far as maximum amount of income streams. But I would say at least for baseline minimum, I'd say around seven. Now, um, how do you balance? That's another famous question. How do you balance your multiple income streams? How do you balance that with life in general? You know, life throws us surprises. You know, life can be unpredictable. You know, how do you balance these multiple income streams? The answer to that question, again, as I said, when you tap into your gifts, 
your talents, your skills, even your profession, your education, um, even some of, the, some of those things that uh, may be pulled out of you that you didn't realize because they laid dormant in you um, uh, will begin to, as they begin to come forth and you identify them, and you begin to work on them and get a synergy going and blah, blah, blah. You also want to, as I mentioned earlier, begin to get knowledgeable in that particular income stream. Begin to, for example, I'm gonna pull back to me with my writing where I started off just simply journaling and I didn't know anything about what I was doing. I was just writing. And even today, like I'm sitting here and I have my journal here. I don't have anything on it, but I've got my journal here. Um, and so I walk with a journal or some form of pen and paper on me. And if I don't have a pen and paper, I've got to record. And so I would say, get knowledge. We perish for lack of knowledge, is going back to scripture. We perish for lack of knowledge and writing the vision and make it plain get understanding whether you have to start off youtubing things googling things and developing from there getting books on that particular topic of interest that you have start there and then it will grow with my writing did i study writing no i mean we've all done some form of writing maybe you know back in school in our elementary days and and so forth unless you have your profession is in you know technical writing but i did not study writing as a matter of fact now i am learning more about writing because of what i do in my business that has to do involve ad copy and so it's a craft that you always have to sharpen um, and sharpen. And so as I developed, as that journaling turned into blogging, I had to study what blogging, you know, what, what did that mean? What was that context going to look like for me? What was my blogging? I love to write. And I always, I had a stereotype of blogging. And when I began to do it, because that's a piece within my business is blogging, I absolutely loved it. And so, and again, with the whole copywriting, that's when I really began to really become a student, really become a student. So initially with my journaling, no, I didn't study. It was just kind of me getting my thoughts down on paper, a revelation, um, a word that, that I would hear and write it down or what have you. And then as I began to step into the business arena with my own personal business, then things really began to pull in. Then it was realizing that I had journaling in my hands and that that journaling was actually books, plural, books that are actually laying dormant in me. <laughs> Um, and getting those books out. And then through the ad copy, because I have to advertise, and that's one form of advertising is writing my own ad copy. And so through that, that's where the education, formal education of getting knowledge and reading and going through, going through trainings and e-courses and online courses, reading books, that's when my training on writing began to really start 
to uh, become more formalized when I started my own personal business and discovered that my journal writing was turning into blogging, was turning into ad copy, was turning into books. Because even with writing a book, I had to take a course to know what's involved with writing a book so that when my book finally gets to the publisher, I can say, I have some understanding. I have something to defer back to. And I joined a group. I joined a mentorship group, uh, a whole mentorship group that is ongoing, that is ongoing for as long as I want to be a part of it. And so I can hear people asking now, well, how many income streams do you have? I have more than seven. I have more than 10. And how do I balance them? It's a challenge at times. There are some streams that, you know, I don't review every day. Uh, and then there are some that, yes, I have to monitor every day. But as you begin to develop your, what your streams of income are going to be, then you can begin to look at what's that going to look like for you? How do you begin to roll that out? Because you want to stay, you want your income streams to stay true to you and who you are. Um, I had someone approach me today. I'm always looking at people's business opportunities as they present them to me because that is a part of who I am as an entrepreneur and a serial entrepreneur is yes, I will listen to uh, people's business proposals, business opportunities and evaluate if it's something for me, but it has to be true to me and at my core and have my values for me to grab on to another income stream. So that is another key that you wanna look into as you're discovering and um, identifying you know, your skills and talents and so forth to be able to monetize as a revenue stream. You wanna look at your values, what's important to you. Do some of these streams of, um, do some of these streams that you've discovered are they a part of your core value and who you are? And, you know, because you will also be approached with some revenue streams. You have to be able to look at it objectively and say, does that speak to me? Is that at the core? Can I identify? And not only identify, is that at that core? Is that something that lines up with my passion and my avatar, who, who I am about? And so for me, I have, I have more than 10. I have more than 10, and that's all I'm gonna say pertaining to that. But as you develop your revenue streams and you start getting those balls lined up and then they begin to start bouncing and there's some movement going, as you are working on those income streams, you will begin to develop how they look like, what, how you are going to run that particular revenue stream, how, whether it's going to be automated, how automated is it, um, how much work you're going to have to put into that revenue stream, is it, is it an hour a day or is it going to be more involved, is it something where you're going to have to have help to maintain that revenue stream, such as getting a virtual assistant or pulling in a CPA to reassess some things or an accountant to assess some things regarding your revenue stream or a mentor to um, assess that revenue stream and to help you carve out all that is involved with that particular revenue stream and your revenue streams. Okay, so how do you balance those income streams? I'm going to say, um, again, by 
through your own gifts, talents, skills, natural abilities, those dormant things that lying within you that you're discovering are being pulled out of you or those aha moments that we have, that revelation that you get of reassessing what's in your hands, as well as having mentors around you, somebody that is where you want to go, somebody that you have that you respect and that you trust and that you value and they they're time tested they're not somebody who um they're time tested they've been around through years they've they've been through something major and have come out on the other side and they're they're still they're still doing their thing i think of robert kirisaki some of these popular names that we know robert kirisaki rich dad poor dad and you know we all know him from rich dad poor dad um, Damon John of FUBU, been around for years on Shark Tank. So some of these well-known folks that we know, um, but finding mentors that um, have been time-tested and have come through something and uh, were birthed through adversity and trial, but they never gave up because of that passion and because of who they were was embedded at the fiber of what they were doing. And there was no gap in between who they were and what they were doing. So that is a great contribution to helping you balance your revenue streams. And, you know, in general with life that throws curveballs is mentors. I cannot say enough about having mentors. And I've got more than I've got, I want to say I have at least five of them five or six of them, both physically and, you know, and they serve in my life as spiritual overseers as well, not just business-wise, but even from a spiritual perspective as well. And then number six, examples of people with multiple income streams. I think I just tapped on some of those well-known ones that I know everybody has heard of, like Robert Kiyosaki, Damon John of FUBU, uh, we can think of uh, the guys who, you know, came up with Apple. There's so there's so many um, examples. So how do you begin to find some of these mentors? Again, once you have tapped into what some of your revenue streams are, just begin to Google. Just begin to go on YouTube. Start there. Let your let there be a starting point. Just start. You know that Nike commercial. Just do it. Go to YouTube. Google. Uh, one of my mentors that I have today, I actually found her on YouTube. I was, and I was not looking for anything specific. I kind of look at YouTube as like the newspaper, to be honest with you, and look at some of the headlines on YouTube. And, um, uh, and that is how I found this mentor. I just began to watch them a lot on YouTube and I looked at who they were following. And then I just began to feel I identified with that person and I watched them throw for a long time, listen to uh, this mentor's testimony and how they came through what they've been through in their life and watched some, you know, listen to some of the other folks that they have mentored and are very successful today. And I took it a step further and actually jumped in and went on their website and became a part of you know, their services and what they offer. And so that's an example of, you know, I just went to YouTube, but I wasn't looking for anything specific. And I think that's key as well is that you have to have an open mind. You know, if you don't know what you're looking for and you, you know, 
it's fine. It's fine. But so long as you are taking some intentional steps and that you are, because at the end of the day, when you're consistent about taking intentional steps, even though you're not knowing what you're doing, you began to trip and fall and to the right place where it's an aha moment, or there's this breakthrough. There's this breakthrough of either, you know, a connection, a connection or a piece of information that you needed or so forth. Again, like I said, I got on YouTube. I wasn't looking for anything specific, guys. I mean, even one of my mentors I think about, and I'm going through my emails and I'm trying to clean up, matter of fact, my emails and, you know, clean it up and my junk folder and promotional folder and some of my emails I've held on. And then lo and behold, I was about to delete a brand new email and I look at the title of it and I read the email and it so resonated with me and it was a business opportunity. And of course, that's a part of what I do is I'll, I'll listen to them and hear them. And I ended up joining, you know, following this individual, I joined this and, and now that opportunity that I joined, they're one of my mentors. But when I read the email, it spoke to um, my core, you know, it spoke to my values, it spoke to um, that spiritual side of me because, and it challenged me to reevaluate what was in my hands. And it so sparked me. And I had such an aha moment and revelation from that email that um, it just opened the door for me to jump into an opportunity and have, men have an additional mentor. So those are just some examples. Going through my list here as I'm looking down, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the importance of word of mouth. I don't know um, what that question was deriving from or what was behind that, but I'm going to say for word of mouth, um, I'll just throw it in and how it relates to multiple revenue streams. Word of mouth, yes, can help spark some ideas, can help spark some trust can help give you, help help move you in a direction, help get you to move uh, and to start somewhere. Word of mouth, yes, is very key, um, is very critical because there's some things we just don't know about unless we have that word of mouth through a friend, coworker, or someone uh, that is within our circle. So word of mouth, yes, I would say is very key as well in discovering your revenue streams. Um, collaborations, networking, and conference, I will say, how does that relate to revenue streams? Is this just with the knowledge, just with keeping, um, extending your network and extending your reach and seeing what's out there and coming out of your own surroundings and getting outside of your surroundings to open up your paradigm even more and to shift your paradigm and to hear new things and to converse with new people of, of all walks of life and also open up opportunity for you. So collaborations, networking conference, huge, huge, huge. I've done this year, 2021 has been a year of collaborations for me. And so I've made some excellent connections. I knew going into 2021, that one of the things that 2021 was going to be for me was a year of collaborations. And um, going back to scripture, the scripture says, know those who you labor with. And um, with those collaborations was discovering 
those who I labor with and those whom I could labor with. So just not laboring with me, but those who I could labor with, so twofold. And that opens up opportunity for that I can't even I can't even articulate. I've got one uh, collaboration uh, mentor that I have, and I cannot tell you how instrumental he has been in my life pertaining to my business and, and what I do today. And am I doing everything? Have I arrived? No, I will tell you no. Do I make mistakes? And do I have days where I'm not consistent? Yes, yes, yes. The thing is to get up and begin again and remember your core. Remember that identity. Remember that passion, that thing that just keeps you going and just keeps you ticking even when you get hit. Um, I gave examples of some of my personal income streams, but I think I kind of know where that's coming from. Last question as I wrap this up. Uh, some of my income streams are investments. And I've, again, you're going to have to go to my YouTube station, Dimensional Talent Streams, as I talk about a little bit about investments, because that's a whole um, teaching in itself. And I want to mention um, that I am an educator. I'm an educator. I'm a financial and business educator. Um, so, you know, with that, you will have to seek legal counsel for investments, you know, CPA, bookkeeper, what have you on that. I'm an educator. I'm not a CPA. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not a CPA. So I can't give legal advice, but I am a business and financial educator. Um, so with that being said, some of mine are investments cryptocurrency. Um, I did not want to get involved in cryptocurrency. That's a story in itself. <laughs> and I do have a video on my YouTube station about cryptocurrency on that, Dimensional Downstreams on YouTube. Uh, but that's a whole story in itself. But again, that came through one of my mentors. And that's why it's so key, because your mentor is going to challenge you and going to push you. And that was a challenge. I've heard about crypto through another mentor. And um, I tried a couple of things. It wasn't successful for me, but it could have just been the wrong avenue, the wrong, the wrong, you know, um, structure of that particular stream. And so with another one of my mentors, it was just like, Okay, what we're diving in. So that's one uh, stream. I have my writing, I have my blogging, I have my ad copy, I have my business platform in itself that my business, my main business that generates multiple streams of income. And some of those I just mentioned here, uh, my investments, real estate. So those are some of my additional income streams. Guys, that is going to wrap it up for me. I want to thank you for listening wherever you are and joining me today. Again, my name is Valerie here with Dimensional Talent Streams, Dimensional Talent Streams, excuse me. And I was glad that you could join me today here and listen. Stay tuned next week. I will be having another special guest here on Dimensional Talent Streams. Guys, that's going to do it for me today, directing you in being fruitful and multiplying. Take care. Bye-bye.